0: these sound bites are brought to you by 365daysofnutrition.com. And we've got a very rainy day outside today, Jen. Uh, So we've chosen to sit inside and talk about gut health. Talk about a poo, yes. Yes, exactly (laughs) that. I mean I'm fascinated by gut health. Um I understand you've got a second brain in your gut, they talk about gut instincts. Yeah. You have if you've got a stomachache it affects the rest of your body. Um all around that area, the deep and mysterious
1: stomach Um, is a fascination. Oh my gosh, it's and it's really emerging at the moment. You know, years ago, people used to think your gut was all about just eliminating waste from the body. And so people's point of reference about gut health were how regular were your bowel movements, you know, if you've got wind, and that was about the extent of what people thought it did. Yeah,
0: because I just remember very fondly, I'm sure you've had this, and anybody else that's got children (laughs) will recognise this, the minute they sit round the dining table with their friends, I used to have a little stopwatch out, and within about 10, 15 seconds, I would come the poo conversations, and they'd all be howling with laughter, you know. Oh, you hear, isn't it, when you've got kids, poo, 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 poo. bodily functions
1: absolutely it is so important and now the research is looking into it more this second brain that you talk about is actually now in many circles termed to be the second most important organ in the body compared to the liver because it's far from just being about eliminating waste from the body but actually it's now been shown to be one of the biggest things to govern the body and how the body works from producing your serotonin which is the feel-good hormone affecting what's going on psychologically it's where we have about 70 percent of our immune system so if people find they pick up bugs and coughs and colds easily look at what's going on with your gut it's where you can have the foundations for sugar cravings it's re- governs your metabolism it's a proper
0: little city down there it's isn't it epic what goes on <laughs> it's, down there
1: it is. and it is just full of all these bacteria there's yeah. completely different you know, ecology going on in our body and we've almost got like a favour with it where we produce this lovely warm wet environment for it to thrive in and as a byproduct if you've got an overgrowth of the positive bacteria so they're really thriving, they do loads to really help and look after our body as like a payback. Problem we work hand in hand. Absolutely, when you start to get the imbalance in gut, you start to get too much of the negative or the opportunistic bacteria, and then the good bacteria starts to deplete, and that's when you can start to notice things in your body. Might Changing, start to get out of yeah, hunger. absolutely. So
0: my question to you then is, yeah. if you're you've got an imbalance, yeah, is that solely created by the food
1: that you eat? No the food that you eat has a really profound impact on the body. Sugar, yeast, alcohol really do feed the negative bacteria, but so do things like stress, antibiotics. So, you know, it's food and lifestyle factors, but also a lot of it out of your control, how you were born can actually make a difference, whether you were breastfed can make a difference. So I'm not saying that it's, you know, if you were born by C-section, you were bottle fed, you don't stand a chance. Quite the opposite. You know. I was C-section, bottle-fed. I haven't grown two heads. And you I know. was I
0: was born brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> you can not be born brilliantly. I was born brilliantly and breastfed, and yeah. ended up with breast cancer. So
1: it's. it's it, I think the way to look at it is all these things can have effects. Well, they just stand they up, do don't they? Along
0: with the rest of
1: what's yeah, going on in your absolutely. life and you know your start your
0: lifestyle your food intake
1: your stress your sleep everything comes together the as a situations
0: whole. you place yourself in yeah. and the situations you place yourself in that can go on for years and years that you're actually putting
1: up with um can cause all a long term so yeah. absolutely and you know when we're talking about gut health imbalance it isn't how regularly you go into the toilet that's a definite impact you know it's a definite sign that if you're going you know more than once or twice a day or you're not going for days on end something's going on in the gut that you need to look at, but actually other signs can be really systemic things. So, you might have food intolerances, so you eat something you feel a bit sick and bloated afterwards, you can get headaches, you can feel really, really tired, you know, bloating. Athletes' foot, fungal toenail infection or UTIs all can go back to what's going on with the bacteria in your your gut. Even if you stood in front of a mirror and you poached your tongue out, if you've got any white coating on your tongue, that's reflecting what's going on with your gut health. So actually by sorting out and boosting up the gut health as well as supporting all of those symptoms, people really start to notice improved sleep, their mood lifting and also not getting ill as much as they did before.
0: And I know that we cover this quite um a bit in 365 yeah a lot.
1: So, so we keep coming back to that topic of poo, but it's because it's such an important one. So I think we address it in week two or week three to begin with, and we come back to it in week 10, then we come back to it again. So it's something where we won't just set up principles and say, have some probiotics. And some get on that. Sugar. Yeah, yeah, not at all. No. It's one that we'll keep looking, we'll keep assessing to see what's going on, how your bowel movements are, you know, what you can do, so whether it's increasing ground flaxseed, having a bit of aloe vera, probiotics whether maybe it's showing signs that you've got more embedded overgrowth of negative bacteria we can talk about testing that you can do so we really go through it in so much detail because of how important it is yeah
0: great so I'm looking forward to um getting as much knowledge out of it I love dropping myself into this (laughs) 365 program myself because I'm learning as we go and every time I meet you I learn something new and away we are
1: absolutely well they've in some countries, and I'm putting my marker out there now to say I think in about 30 years' time it'll be quite common over here, but they've started to realise the importance of what goes on with your gut. So they've been looking at people who've maybe got chronic health conditions, you know, chronic arthritis, and having an overgrowth of negative bacteria that they can't remedy. And they've started to do experimental poo transplants. So they wipe out the ecology of somebody who's not very well and transplant the feces of somebody who's got a really positive. Gut bacteria and actually when people are having this done in some of these early trials a lot of the health conditions are getting remedied because the gut bacteria deals with it absolutely
0: if so, only this was a video and you could see my face
1: <laughs> I really tried to keep going then with this <laughs> that, that's
0: amazing but and what's amazing is um I know we're always learning every day is a school day but yeah. learning so much about your gut
1: it's there's so much out there at the moment it's fascinating and it just how much and the impact it has and we will go through so many tips in 365 even down to the role that they have if you're trying to lose weight and about actually eating slowly it's the bacteria in your gut that trigger your body to know it's full up because they're the ones that start to realise we've got food coming through we can switch off the hunger mechanism so if you eat your dinner really quickly you overeat because it hasn't got a chance to reach the bacteria to do the feedback whereas if you eat slowly you eat a lot less because actually you get the feedback mechanism before you've overeaten
0: oh your little mine of information
1: oh,
0: thank you <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little brief insight into uh, gut health and um, there'll be so much more as we move through so the program very much more you'll all be experts by the end of the 365 <laughs> days <laughs> okay thanks jen thank you if you like this soundbite from 365 days of nutrition.com comment on it like it or share it.